Hello, welcome to Across the Park. A uh, bit of a reaction to, to breaking news. Myself, Ian Mills, alongside Gary Judge, um, to discuss Carlo Angelotti has shockingly, for me at least, resigned from Everton Football Club to join Real Madrid. Judgey, how on earth are we here again? Uh, I don't know. Uh, like you say, Mills, it, it's complete shock, isn't it? Um, the news kind of broke over the course of yesterday, didn't it? And at first, I was kind of not really believing it. I thought, you know, with figures, he'd been linked with the job a few weeks ago. And um, again, it made sense for him to be linked again. And and, and to a certain extent, well, well to, to, to a large extent, it, it's a compliment, isn't it, when your players and your managers are linked with the, with the best jobs or the best teams in the world. Um, but you know you're also <clears throat> you're also hoping, um, and and I was actually quite confident that that not going to come of it. But as the day day progressed today, it it became clear that that there was certainly truth in it. I, I was waiting for that Romano to, to tweet as soon as he tweeted mm-hmm. and said it was happening. For me, that was the, the that was the nail in the coffin. But yeah, shock, um, disbelief, and really, you know, confused as to what the <laughs> The future's going to hold for us now. I've put a tweet out on my on my Twitter, which is at Ian ATP. If anyone's interested, um, just basically saying I think we've just hit the biggest snake on a snakes and ladders board that we could have hit this summer. I, I, I couldn't have envisioned a worse scenario than than losing the manager that I thought was going to bring in better players. That's gone now for me, and I, 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 we'll, we'll get to who's going to come in. I just can't fathom where we go now. And I'll probably look back on this, hopefully look back on this and laugh and say I was being really reactive, but this is what this is. It's an instant reaction show. And I don't know where where we go from here now. The, the, some of the names that are being linked are scary and not in a good way. I mean, if we appoint Eddie Howe, for instance, or Graham Potter, I'm on the verge of being done. You can keep my direct debit. You can keep it. I, I can't be bothered with that, yeah. that, that sort of... Let's go back to a five-year plan and let, let all the crabs get a clean slate. Let's look at Michael Keane's stats, Tom Davis's stats, Gilvie Sigerson's stats, and let's let's give them an, another go. No, we were at the point now where I felt confident that Carlo had seen those players could, couldn't do it and you were going to go and get Koulibaly or a Rabiot or you know, a, a better striker, a winger. Where, where do we go from here? I'm, I'm being quite negative. Could, could you counter it with some positivity? Not at the moment, no. You, you can only you can only assume. I mean, I'm going to bring one of our loyal listeners into this because he was the first to react from our listener base. That's Martin O'Connor. He, he does interact with it a lot. He come up with an array of names, but I think he, he's called it really early, and he's right. Now's the time for you know for brands to stand up and be counted. If he's got this network supposedly of of you know of people around Europe, around the world, um, to spot talent, whether that be uh, you know players or you know staff. Then he's got to he's got to pluck something out of nowhere. Yeah, um, you would like to think that that's got to be something that was always in his back pocket or in the back of his mind. That if you've got a manager like Ancelotti, that if something comes up, there's every likelihood that he may he may choose to take it. Uh, and he's got to be quick. He's got to be really really reactive here. Um, and and he's got to come up with something. You know, something that that's not going to stunt the the uh, progress that we've made in terms of the recruitments. But it is going to continue that, and that's going to be a tough ask. Like you know, you speak about the impact of Ancelotti attracting names. 
where does that leave the likes of Hammers? Where does that leave the likes of Allen, who, who clearly came here on 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 the back of Ancelotti? Yeah. Uh, you wouldn't think that'd change much for Decore, but you know those two in particular, there would be huge doubts about their their near future. Um, yeah, it, it it leaves a lot of question marks, but I'm just sincerely hoping, like you are, Mills, that it, that it's none of those names that you just mentioned. Then the Eddie Howes, the, the Chris Wilders. Graham Potter's, you know, it, oh, it makes me sick thinking about it. I mean, again, going back to Martin O'Connor's, got Martin O'Connor's message. He, he spoke about Galazzo at River Plate. I can't say no a great deal about um, River Plate, although I, I've got I count myself to have a pretty strong football knowledge. But Galazzo's record is very similar to, to Bielsa's in, in his success in, in South America. And you know, if you'd asked me would I take a Bielsa all day long. Um, that type of you know profile and, and that type of uh, mentality, it, it, yeah. But who do we get? Where does that leave us? I, I think I've got more as many questions as, as all of our listeners have at the moment. You've mentioned names there. Is there a, a style of, of coach or a style of manager that that we can't go for? Jamie Carrick has done done a great article tonight, um, and he said Everton needs to be brave now and invest in a philosophy. Someone who's not going to see Everton. As a stepping stone, yeah. Then, but then for me, you're going back to Marco Silva, you're going back to Roberto Martinez, and you're really, really rolling the dice. Is, ah, is that unfortunately do we, do we need to do that? Is that what we need to do? We do, but 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 again, you'll you'll know. I was an advocate of doing that two years ago, and I was an advocate of giving someone like Marco Silva more time. Uh, you know, except when he got sacked, and I, I was more than accepting of it when we brought in Angelotti to replace him. But now that you see how quickly someone like Ancelotti can move on, you're right. Uh, sorry, and Carragher's right. It, it needs to be a brave appointment. And again, we go back to the, the fans needing to be patient then. And, and I know, and you know, and, and you're, you're, you're one of them as much as anyone, and that's fine. We, our fans haven't got the patience, and, and rightfully so. You know, we have spent a lot of money. We have wait, been waiting a long time. There's been no fans in the country that have been more patient than us. Um, so, again, whether... Whether um, Mishiri's going to be that that way inclined now with, with the amount of money he's spent, and whether our fans are going to be that way inclined to to you know to accept another period of time where we're not winning trophies and and, and we're you know we've got a project again, I don't know. Um, it's it's a real test for the board. This is a real test for for Marcel Brands in particular. Despite Mishiri being there for five years. Um... You may disagree, but I don't really know a lot about him. He, he's very private, and, and you see, he's very reactive when things don't go well. He's very quick to sack managers and move things on. Do you think he's going to stick with short-term ambition to bring a, a Rafa Benitez in, who who will look to bring a trophy in, in the next two or three years, opposed to the project? Because he's done both. He, he's looked at Kuman, he's looked at Silva, he's then looked at short-term Allardyce, short-term. Success wise, Angelotti. Despite, despite what we want, where do you see what we're going to do, being? I think the brand, and, and you got that from Silver's article. I think the brand's appointment, uh, the silver appointment was a Marcel Brand's appointment. And I think it was like, go on, you've had you go there. That wasn't successful, was it, in terms of like what we got from him at the end, the way, way it ended. And Mashiri won't see it as being successful. He will have seen the Angelotti appointment as relatively successful because, you know, we've made. Progress. We beat some of the bigger sides, which is that's what he wanted to see. Went to his former club and seeing us beat Arsenal, he'll have been, you know, heart. He's have took heart from that. I think he's still gonna, in his mind, think that a big name is required. And, and the, that was the Hollywood name, the Hollywood name, yeah. 
they were the whispers that were coming out, which which would please the Everton fans if that was true. I, I guess the short-term thing is the ones who won trophies. And I'm one of them, don't be wrong. Give me a trophy next season and it will take the club forwards, whichever way you think about it, as long as we don't end up with a load of 35-year-olds that we have to try and shift. Um, but, you know, the next question is, and you posed this a few times, you know, and you just start at the start, where does that leave the likes of Sigurdsons, the Delfts, the Davies, the Gomez's, the ones that Angelotti kind of worked out and wheezes out this season. Mm. Does that give them another chance? I, I hope not. Um, but again, so many questions here. And and I'm, I, I just hope this this isn't an Everton saga that drags on all summer um, because it, it's really going to have a massive impact on, on you know, recruitment of players, which by all accounts, you'd imagine now that Marcel Brands is going to have his way, isn't he? Unless we do bring in a massive name that he's going to maybe, you know, uh, recruit some of the younger players that he was maybe looking at that allegedly Ancelotti wasn't too keen on. Um, but the longer that, what I'm saying is, the longer the managerial kind of roundabout goes on or the longer the, the search goes on for, the more likely it is that Marcel Brands is going to bring players in anyway and spend the vast majority of that budget, which makes it less likely that we're going to pick up a big name. I'm springing this on you. We, we've done no prep at all for this podcast. The reason we're doing it, any any regular listeners know that that Judgey said on a season review that we're going to have a bit of a break from the podcast. So we've had no time to prep. Judgey, is the one name that, that jumps out at you where you'd say, yes, sound, we're fine. Is there a name out there that we can bring in that would that would do that for you? Um, you're not gonna you haven't you're not gonna like this and, and you haven't liked it when I've mentioned it. Um Today, but Nuno Spirito Santo for me, it ticks a lot of boxes. Um, his style of football, you know, is I think he'd tick boxes for brands because he, he'd be that you know player who trusts young players, you can develop young players, you can develop established players. He's brought in you know Jao Martino, who was a it was a you know world renowned name, and, and, and he's come in there. He's not going to be that maybe the Hollywood name that that machine he's looking for, but he's solid enough, and I think he's still ambitious. I think he left Wolves because he, he didn't get the backing that he wanted. He would get that at Everton. You know, he, he took Wolves okay to two two seven place finishes, which, which isn't unbelievable. But he took them into Europe, took them you know fairly far in in, in the Europa League. Um, and I said to a few of the Blues in our group today, give us give our side Jimenez, Traore, and um, Ruben Neves, and tell me that's not a side that you get behind. Um, I think then. Three signings or signings like that that would almost inevitably follow um, Santo, which is what you get when when you get a manager, isn't it? You're looking who's he going to bring straight away, and and those names roll off the tongue straight away. So, and, and I think they would take us forward. So, I think it could be a combination of a, of a short term fix. I, I think signings like that and a manager like that would, you know, produce some attacking football, some aggressive football, which we've lacked. Um, and 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 will produce a better finish next season. He's shown he, he, he you know he's got the capability of going beating going and beating the bigger sides in the Premier League. He hasn't showed that fear. Um, he, he excites me more than most of the names do on that list. I mean, I'm looking down the bookies' names now. You've got Eric Ten Hag, who uh, you know fantastic um, records at Ajax. I know Brands will know a lot about him, but for me, taking a risk him a big, big big risk that isn't it? Big big risk, you know. You've seen what the board on it at Palace. Yeah, exactly. you know, you're going to have to be very patient with that style of football. It's going to be slow. It's going to be possession based. We've seen it with Martinez. We've seen it with Silva. Doesn't really lend itself to the to the Premier League generally. Paulo Fonseca is back on that list. Not for me. He struggled at Roma. 
Um, you know, you're looking down, you've got the Potters, the Wilders, Rooney, which you said before, and you joked that Ken Wright had thrown himself up. And then you're getting down to the, the Martinez. Martinez is... Would, would you, as, as an Evertonian, known as backgrounds, welcome Rafa Benitez in? No. No. Forget his backgrounds. I'm not, I'm not like that. Um, you know, I'm not... I wouldn't say I'm not bitter. I'm as bitter as, bitter as the next person. I'm not quite as bitter as you, but... No, not for me. Just, just again. I think he, I think he's a poor man's Ancelotti of anything. He plays very negative defensive football. Um, you know, you, the Newcastle fans will tell you that. I suppose after a couple of seasons under Bruce, it's not much different than it was under Ancelotti. Uh, if anything, in my opinion, Bruce prob- probably produced a few more goals. So not for me, Ancelotti. Not, not for me. Um, Benitez, regardless of his love building. And, and one other name that always creeps up whenever we have a managerial vacancy. We had Tony Bellew on, on an Across the Park Extra, and he told me and you exclusively that we were very close to bringing this man back. The rumours are out there again today. He hasn't signed his new deal at West Ham. David Moyes is being linked again to Everton Football Club. For me, I would not go back, but I can sort of see why Bill Kenwright specifically would want to go back because it's not been the same since. We've had such a roundabout of, of managers that haven't really worked. And then we've had Carlo, who, who's jumped at the first first attempt. Would David Moyes coming back to Everton be something that you'd be welcome to? No. But, but you know, for all the reasons you said, plus the fact that Machiri might be looking from the outside and going, hold on, look what he's done with that budget or whatever. And be thinking, could we get a bit more out of out of him? Like you say, he's going to get the backing of of, of Ken Wright, if not a few other board members. Um, and and it might be the case that Ken Wright goes, "Well, look, you know, you, you've tried this, Brands has tried that, neither really works. You know, give my old man a little bit of a go and, and see what he can do." I can see how that might might tug on the the strings of, of Ancelotti, particularly not Angelotti, <laughs> took on the strings of um, a machine who spends a lot of money and hasn't had much back for it. Um, so, you know, you know, the appointment of Moise isn't going to cost much money and, and you know, you'd think that he'd be more than comfortable with the type of budgets that have been discussed. Um, but, you know, not not for me, not, not at all, not by any stretch. I'm, I'm hoping that we're going to look back next season and this is going to be... Somehow, somehow a blessing where we've wiped the slate clean and, and there's been no sort of you no know, keeping these crabs, these players who me and you talk about every week in the podcast, letting the football club down. And if that means Marcel Brands brings his man in and we, we press the reset button, I'm all for it. Personnel, before you go, Judgy, have we seen James Rodriguez play his last game for Everton? Do you think now? I believe so, yeah. Um, I believe so, definitely. I suppose the big question is who who takes him now? Who takes him on those types of wages? Does he go to South America, which maybe is his last little, you know, he's been hitting in the last few weeks that he's not far away from retiring. Mm. Does Ancelotti take him back for the last six months at Real Madrid? I don't know. But I, I think I don't think, yeah, I think I think it's the last time we've seen him in Everton shirt and proper Everton that we didn't even get the chance to actually see him properly. <laughs> Well, um, and, and finally, before you go, I know this is a, a quick show. We've both got families and kids to attend to tonight. I was going to have sea bass tonight and, and be nice and good all this week. I was going to have a healthy week. I'm on the Magnus and I'm having a Mackey's tonight. So thanks, Carlo. But Judgy, do you feel disappointed by Carlo's decision? Do you understand it? Where do you stand tonight as an Evertonian? 
Massively disappointed. Massively disappointed. Disappointed because he charmed the socks off us, hadn't he? Mm. Um, we've had managers gone by that have that have kind of tried to charm us like Martinez, but we we kind of seen through them quite quickly. Um, but he had, he had really cemented himself, you know, and, and you know into ninety percent of the Everton fans' hearts, and 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 kind of he, he bought himself some time. Tenth place finish was very underwhelming, but for me in particular, I I I. I Took that on the chin and went. You know what? I believe in what he's what he's doing here and, and where he's going. Mm. Now I just feel really cheated, and and, and you know it's, it's been a while since I felt like that. I've given up on most most Everton players over the last ten years, even. Um, but he he'd really you know charmed his way into into my heart, and I'm, I'm devastated by it. I'm not gonna lie. Fair enough. Listen, guys, I hope you've enjoyed the the instant reaction to, to what me and Judge have both said there is is, is gutting news that Carlo Angelotti has, has left the football club. I personally don't know where we go from here. If, if you've got any comments, um, get us over on, on the Twitter, which is at Across the Park PC. Judge, hopefully next time we record, it'll be a lot more positive circumstances. But until then, see you soon, lad. Cheers, mate.